long time no see, everybody. It's me, Ryder. I, I have returned, and I have brought my friend Mims with me, as per usual. Say hello, Mims. What's up? What's up? New coach in eight days, everybody. Eight days. Well, yeah. Week, we've, we've, been a, we've been gone a, while, a, a little while. Uh, I got sick as shit. Um, something I can't control. And when you're sick, you don't really feel like uh, talking to anybody. So I didn't want to short you guys of a shit podcast while I was sick. And um, beyond that, we've also been really busy on top of work and whatnot with the holidays coming up. And uh, yeah, but we're back. We're back. And uh, we got a lot to cover. Um, Like Mim said, LSU is in a coaching search. Uh, Young Dolph is dead. We are sad to report. I'm Dan sure. Mullen's unemployed. Yeah, Dan Mullen is unemployed. Um, lot, lots, lots to cover. Um, Didn't mean but, to cut you off there on the Dolph eulogy. We should definitely hold a piece on that. But yeah, yeah sorry. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure as most of you have heard, Young Dolph was shot in his hometown of Memphis, Tennessee, getting some cookies. Um, you know, it's sad. You can't even go to his own neighborhood and you know just live like a normal person without some envious person just i mean beyond a rapper that man the man had kids man he had a family he was somebody's kid he had kids he's somebody's dad i mean somebody's husband somebody's brother you, you know never you mean? never want to see somebody die man especially that way and i mean i'm prayers out to the family and everybody involved and us everybody that Except saw for the it, shooters. Man. fuck y'all the shooters i hope y'all stub y'all's toe tomorrow i hope bad things happen to y'all and maybe our else. maybe the police will catch them <laughs> <laughs> yeah no uh but yeah it is a, it was really sad and i think it touched a, a lot of people um i don't think anybody really i mean it's just just kind of like nipsey and kobe man just out of nowhere just don't don't even want to believe it. You're you're seeing stuff on the interwebs, and then it's finally confirmed, you know. And then you're just like, well, fuck. And then you think about like his cousin Keglock. I mean, like that that that, that was really his only collaborator, man. We're never gonna get any 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 more of that, and it's just sad to see. No more Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, no more Dumb and Dumber. It's fucking terrible, bro. I really, I, I genuinely was, was a doll fan. Like I wasn't a big Nipsey guy, but like I, I felt for the people who lost, like somebody they used to rock with. You know, it's always yeah, sad to see somebody die too. It's so. like the same thing with Mac Miller. I mean, obviously different. Yeah, he overdosed, but like losing. As far as a fan standpoint, not to make it about us because it's not. But you know, we're all grieving for a part of it. Is we feel for the guy, and a part of it is because we're gonna miss out on some some new music, whatever, you know, yeah. and that's, that always hurts. That hurt with Mac Miller. It hurts with Dolph. Hurts and with, yeah. Hurts with yeah. all artists and prayers out of the family, like Grant said. And I hope those shooters like fall trip down the stairs later or something. I don't know. Yeah. But on a lighter note, we've got a few more things lined up this episode. We're going to grade uh, some college football team season as we grow into rivalry weekend with uh, some potential for some teams to maybe upgrade their season on that. Um, Talk about some NFL MVP race, uh, rookie of the year race as well. 
then you know we got the usual exclusive five then an ep for y'all as well so yeah and we'll talk about some um serious not so serious nfl teams as well Mm -hmm. we'll get it we'll get we'll get into all the goodies um but like mem said we're gonna start out with college football and uh, I think it's only proper to start with the top dog, that being Georgia. I think we both have an A for them, if I'm not I mistaken. I got an A+. Plus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I only gave out one A+, plus, and it actually was an A++, plus plus, and it wasn't to Georgia. But, they, I mean, they, they, Georgia, Georgia's doing exactly what their fans hope they do. They've been waiting on this – for many, many years. And it's when the average score of your game is 40 to seven, you get an A plus from me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they, in reality, they do get an A plus, but like, hold on, I just want to, the stats are, I just want to give them credit because I, we've been talking about Georgia all year, but we really haven't gone in depth. The actual stats for them are fucking madness. So they are, I believe, seventh in total offense. Yeah, seven, 40.3 points per game. Uh, to give you an idea, they're first in defensive or scoring defense. Uh, do you want to know how many points per game second averages? Take a guess. Wait, what was the question? How many points do you think the second scoring defense in the country averages? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> so oh, it's Oklahoma State and Texas A&M. They both have 14.9 points per game. Fucking fantastic. Yeah. Georgia gives up seven points per game. Half that. Half that. <laughs> one, one score. By a margin. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> no. Like their defense this is incredible, especially in today's age in college football. Like it's just madness. Like yeah, I just want to look up the 27 or 2011 LSU defense for uh, like comparison. You should look up the 2001 Miami team. For comparison. No, well, I'm talking about for defense because, I don't know, I'll look it up in a second. Anyways, what was the next team? Um, that up. Let's talk about A&M, man. A&M? I gave A&M a C plus. I gave them a B. It would have been a C plus if they didn't get the Bama win. That's yeah, I mean that. I, I guess you're right on that. It's just, I just feel like they lost one too many games for like for the B to me. I feel like they're a little bit better than the record shows. Maybe, maybe I I don't know. They're but yeah. Um, I don't think that their fans are satisfied with what happened this season so i oh, absolutely I not yeah so i mean with they had that, playoff aspirations yeah with that taken into account i mean they are a top 20 team and they're not having a bad terrible year but i i, don't, I just didn't i didn't feel right giving them a b yeah no not I a bad a, season though i gave them a b just because the bama win they beat i mean i think they're gonna beat lsu that'll bring them up to nine and three with the potential to have a 10 win season going into the bowl game so you know, like a 10-win season is a 10-win season. So, if they get that, that's a potential for, like, a B-plus season to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like if they don't lose to either Arkansas or Mississippi State, they're just in much better shoot. Like, I don't know. The Arkansas game, I could say – I want almost say I saw it coming, but I, I did tell you that week that they always play a close game and Arkansas got that win. And yeah. you got to remember that also – 
AM, you know, quarterback went hurt or got hurt like week one or was it the preseason? And yeah. Zach Calzada didn't know how to throw a ball forward for like three weeks yeah. when he first started. And then magically when the number one team in the country, Alabama, rolls into town, he turns it, it on. Yeah. Yeah. They're only going to keep getting better. Like Jimbo gets settled in. Oh, yeah. No, he's building there. They gave the reason he left Florida State was they really weren't giving him the facilities. They wouldn't match the payroll. Yeah. And, and other teams were doing like Florida State's ready to get, give, him, give him what he wants. Exactly. Jimbo at Florida State, like Florida State would not pay their coordinators. So they get poached all the time. So he just left because AM was not about that. They were going to pay their coordinators. So he's finally getting that there. And if he can build a good, a good regime there, it's a power in the West for sure. Yeah, definitely not what they expected this year. All um, right. Who you got next? You want to talk about Kentucky? I have them at an A minus for their expectation. I gave them a B plus. I gave them a B plus. Uh, they they are on a three game losing streak as we speak. Actually, no, that's not true. They did go on a three game losing streak. They lost to Georgia, then they went to Mississippi State and lost there, and then they got. They lost a close one at home to uh, Tennessee, who got hot towards the end of the season, who we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, I don't know. They, but for a little bit there, Kentucky was riding quite a high. Uh, oh, yeah. They looked almost like they broke into the top football. 10. Yeah. They yeah. were in the top 10, I think, against uh, Georgia, were they not? Either way, French top 10. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, I, I don't think anybody saw that coming. They were undefeated. And, um, until they ran into the buzzsaw that is Georgia. <laughs> it felt it felt like there was a lot of like good energy coming from Kentucky football and it was it was it was dope. I liked it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I actually liked it. I, I was I was pulling for them just like a fucking dark horse SEC East team. Like yeah, you could run all day. Um but yeah, Stoops is a good coach. Uh if he stays, they might they might have something there, man. Who knows? I mean, it's, this is like the heyday of Kentucky football. Like, you oh yeah, but I know he's coming up on Bear Bryant's wins record at Kentucky. So, like, Mark Stoops is, I mean, football god over there in Kentucky, as far as they're concerned. But he's had a great year over there. I mean, Will Levis is kind of he's been a little inconsistent, but he's really helped. That I think a, a win over forward. Louisville and a bowl win would seal the season up as one of the better Kentucky seasons, honestly, ever. In recent history, for sure. Yeah, I mean, ten wins. Yeah, so. yeah, it's a good season for Kentucky for sure. Um, let's talk about Alabama. So, what did you give them? I gave them a D. Give them a D. You were a little more shame. You're a little harsher than me. I gave them a B plus because they're still the number two team. Well, probably number three team with Ohio State ass whooping. They I gave them a day. D with the expectation that they get, like, embarrassed by Georgia. I don't expect that game to be close at all. And and when they lose, do they still make it to the playoffs? Uh, knowing the playoff committee, yeah, but should they? No. Okay, yeah. And then the, the loss of the A&M on their resume also was not very good looking. Uh Road game LSU BLSU by six points, a depleted. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, like I, I don't know how no, you as an Alabama. Their yeah. top running back, they're starting or no, their 
uh, well, technically Miles Brandon played their top five. No, their top five defensive backs. We're missing our starting safeties and our nickel and our two starting corners. Depleted as fuck. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, as an Alabama fan, I don't know how you look at this season and are satisfied at all. Uh, you cannot be looking forward to that date with Georgia in a couple weeks. No, absolutely not. And I and and I'm giving them a D, assuming that that's going to be an embarrassing loss to them. And I expect it to be. I think Kirby Smart wants that <laughs> pretty bad. So we we'll see what happens there. But um, until further notice, yeah, not a good, not what you want to see as an Alabama fan this season. Um, uh, but to be fair, freshman quarterback, um. Well, first year starter. Sophomore, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I mean, yeah. I mean, they're a pretty young team, uh, and and they they didn't really like have the talent coming into the season that screamed like, oh, they're, we're defiantly the best team in the country, anyways. But nonetheless, it, uh, just a disappointing season to me. What what did you give Bama Mims? I gave them a B, just Ugh. because like they're still the number three team in the country. They had to pick up against AM, but like they haven't lost since. Like, granted, it's been ugly, but they haven't lost. They haven't lost their composure. They just keep winning. And I, I don't think they get their doors blown off by Georgia. I think they lose, but I think it's going to be like some like 27 to 17. Like, Georgia puts them away in the fourth quarter type. I was you probably a little harsh giving them a D. I, I mean, I was just like, to me, the Alabama standard, this was not it. And I, I mean, maybe lost one maybe game. I raise them to a C plus, N- not a C plus, a C minus, a C minus, maybe C plus. We'll see. We'll see, because like a lot of this season depends to me on what they do after, like what happens to them after the SEC championship, because they're not going to win. It's just not going to happen. If they do, that's a, they have an A season. Yeah, sure. me too. Yeah. Me, yeah, they I, 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 yeah. They figured it out. One. Yeah, after they 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 fucked up versus a And M. They looked themselves in the mirror, figured it out, lost one in some close ones. But I mean, yeah, I I would have to give them an A. But yeah, for the time being, I'm giving them a C minus. All right, who's next up on the list? Let's talk about Arkansas. Uh, Arkansas, I gave them a B plus just because they started red hot, but then they had those. Let me put it this way. If they win that Ole Miss game on that two-point conversion, they are very easily, like, comfortably singing an A on my board just based on expectation. I also gave them a B plus because, like like you said, expectation. Going into this season, they had none of that. Uh, nobody saw what, like, their hot streak coming. Uh, I think they definitely broke into the top ten at some point. Then they were, they were eight. number eight in the country yeah. playing Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they were hot, man. Uh, they looked good. Um, and yeah, I mean, hell, they beat just the shit out of Texas. Country. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they had some really big wins this season. Uh, team uh, against teams that nobody. I mean, let, let me put it this way: teams. There, there, there were being teams that. If before the season you said Arkansas beat the shit out of so and so, you'd been like, "What the fuck? Are you serious?" Like, and that's yeah, that that's a B plus season for me. If you'd have told me that Arkansas and Ole Miss would have gone to a fifty two to fifty one lap, like came down to a two point conversion with no time on the clock type game, I would have called you crazy. Because Ole Miss had like, I mean, not really playoff into expectations, but maybe like you know SEC West aspirations for sure. Yeah, yeah. So you know. The preseason, if you told me that, like I said, I got to give them a B plus. KJ Jefferson played out of his mind this year, quarterback. 
Their defense has been great. I believe Barry Odom is their defensive coordinator, and he has just been great since he got there. Um, good team, Kendall, man. I said Kendall Bryles is their OC, and he's got their offense playing. I mean, they have their ups and downs on offense, but they really overall have just been a steady offense just as far as, like, 20 to 28 points a game. Like, you know what you're going to get out of your team. They, like I said, they've just overachieved completely. And they're averaging, and I believe, like, 442 yards a game. It's just crazy that I think they're seven and four, but they're second to last in the SEC West. Yeah, which is I mean, and all their well, it's crazy because all their losses are SEC West teams. Exactly, they lost to Alabama, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, right? Yeah, and did they beat Auburn or lose to Auburn? They lost to Auburn. They lost to Auburn. Yes, they're literally two and four in the SEC West. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> let's. Let's laugh a little bit, Mims. Let's talk about Florida. <laughs> oh, yeah. I gave them a fat old D. You gave them a D? I gave them an F. I only have one F on my fucking board. Okay. I'll give them a D minus because they did fire Dan Mullen. I'll give them nope. a D minus because they fired Dan Mullen. I gave them a D just because they hung- they kept close with Alabama. They almost beat them. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, they have, Alabama stayed know. close with LSU too. Like Alabama is a definitely. Like, I don't know how serious I, I gave Alabama C minus. Let me put it this way: I expected Florida to win eight games this year, and they've won. They're probably going to win six. They're probably going to beat Florida State. So, in my opinion, that's not an F. If they don't go to a bowl game, that's an F. I'm thinking they're going to. They don't want. State. They won't go to a bowl game. I promise you. The if they beat Florida, they're five and six. If they beat Florida State, they're, they're going not going to. to. Yes, they are. No, they aren't. Yes, they are. I promise you they won't. Okay, but let let me let me let me plead my case for the F that I originally gave them. I get I raised it to a D minus because they did fire Dan Mullen. Um, talking to their fans and looking at their, their their Florida Twitter, they they had playoff hopes. Everyone in that fan base expected a playoff run this season. They were coming into the right. with a, a a quarterback who had been in this system for uh what two three seasons. A senior, um, just I don't know. Dan Mullen had been settled in like this is supposed to be the year, and they shit the bed. They are sitting at like, like five and six right now. Yeah, like no, like they, if if you told a Florida fan they were going to win five games at the beginning of this season, they would have laughed in your face and called you stupid. Like they, this is a terrible season. They did fire Dan Mullen, so they get D minus. Yeah, I give them a D simply for the fact that they didn't like totally sell. Like, sell. If they would have lost to Sanford, I gave them an F. They just haven't been. There's just inconsistent as hell. They haven't been complete ass all season. It's just this last few weeks they have just been a dejected, dead football program. And I don't know if you saw the uh, report earlier. Steve Spurrier actually had a lot to do with Mullen getting out of there. They were going to let him finish out the season, I believe. And Spurrier was like, no, like he is ruining this right now. Like get him out. So that was pretty interesting to read that Spurrier has that kind of pull still at Florida, but oh, absolutely. call by him in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think the fans would agree as well. Um, terrible season the, for Florida. Love to see it though. Love to see it. Could keep it up. Dan Mullen though. What do you, what are the odds you think Mullen becomes the next Alabama offensive coordinator? I'm not too sure. Probably pretty high. Um, yeah, I, I'd say probably a good chance. That'd be really fucking annoying. 
Yeah, it would. Um, shitty timing, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> where I mean, if they hire him, that's where he's going. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> Unless he wants to go <coughs> bottom up again and take a out of SEC job somewhere, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, moving. Dan Mullen would, is a good head coach at like an eight win expectation. Like if he was a head coach in Kentucky, they'd love him. But it's the fact that or like Florida UCLA or. Yeah. Somewhere he would be, he would eat in the Pac-12. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I think that's what he should do. Like, go coach it. Like, I don't know. Like, he would not get the Southern Cal job, but I feel like Southern Cal would low key like him, just because he he would score a lot of points, and I think he would he could win in the Pac-12 for sure. What about Penn State? Like, how fa- like how much time does James Franklin have to figure it out? I, mean, I feel like he's been there for a little while now. I don't know. Like, they just – I know the fans really don't like him a whole lot. But, like, he's not bad enough to – I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird – I don't know. I guess next season, true. I mean, he's definitely on the hot seat. His seat's opinion. getting warmer. I don't yeah. know if I call it the hot seat, but he needs to beat Ohio State soon. I'll put <laughs> it at that. You're not Jim Harbaugh, buddy. You don't got that kind of pull. You can't just continuously lose to your rival. <laughs> I think he's better than Jim Harbaugh, but like, oh yeah, you know, like, by far. No, that was a that was a. I, I think they're just Jim blue Harbaugh. balled at this point. I think they're just fucking blue balled at this point. They're like, dude, you get so close, and then you lose to Ohio State. He's lit. He reminds me of Les Miles at LSU in the sense that he has a really good team. Then once he loses to Ohio State, he just shuts down. Like the team just has like a hangover afterwards. Yeah. Like, LSU used to always, when Les Miles was a coach, and sorry to make it about LSU, obviously, would just – every time they lost to Alabama was guaranteed to lose to Arkansas the next week. Guaranteed. Or whoever they played next week. All right. You want to talk about Auburn? Auburn, I gave a B- minus because they had a couple wins. They looked good at times, but they really just shit the bed the last few weeks. I gave them a C. Uh just because I feel like people had some hopes for Bo Nix, this being his breakout season. He wasn't season. terrible. I mean, he was not consistent, though. That's the thing. Because like there again, LSU unlocked him. I mean, yeah, but like, don't win against Penn State, who ends up revealing themselves as a shit football team. Um, On the road, though, like early in the year like that's not a, a fun game to go into at all fair um lose to georgia totally fair um beat arkansas Everybody's beat old miss and then you just collapse with three losses in a row to a&m mississippi state and south carolina i, I don't know I, if you saw the mississippi state one i watched it that was bad they were up i believe it was, they were up 28 to 3 matter of fact and they lost 43 to 34 28-3, that's hilarious. Yeah, um, as an Auburn fan, I know I feel like the, I they're kind of rebuilding. They got a what first second year head coach in there, right? Well, it's a first year head coach, but the comical thing is, is that this is like it, it's like they're doing Groundhog Day. This is like exactly what happened with Malzahn every year. Like <laughs> they would always kind of get red hot, they'd fuck up at the end, and then they'll somehow beat Alabama for no reason at the end of the year. <laughs> That'd be something. I, I wouldn't. I don't put it past them. 
Me neither. No, it's what it would be just like Auburn to lose with their backup quarterback against South Carolina on the road and then beat Alabama the next week with the same hey, quarterback. Fine by me. That means like we Auburn. beat Alabama <laughs> <laughs> by the transitive property. Yeah. All right. Um. So yeah, C for me, but uh, I don't know. Like 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 Mim said, kind of a weird. I don't I don't really understand Auburn. If you take like if you look at it objectively, there are a lot of like things to get excited about. If for a first year head coach, but also it was like, ah, fuck, it's a lot of the same problems we. Just yeah, I mean, it go. It, I mean, it's just like it depends on like how you expected the season to go. Did you expect a first year head coach to win, take you to the promised land, or did you expect him to win eight games? Like, they're slated to win six. Uh, I don't know. I, that's a C. That's a C season for me. It's just shitty for them that they collapse against Mississippi State because if that doesn't happen, they're pro- they're sitting fourth in the West, probably with an A grade for me to be honest. That was just a shitty game to collapse in. Yeah, um, Ole Miss gave him a B plus. We're around the same range. I gave him an A minus. I would have gave them an A plus if they would have beat Alabama. That would have absolutely done it for me. I would have just been like there. Because Lane Kiffin has been a lot of talk about I'm competing in the SEC West, and that would have solidified him, but didn't get that done. So I get and that that, that that loss to Auburn is really why I gave them a B plus and not a, a like an A A minus. But none nonetheless a really good season for and they're they're riding hot right now. Um they're on Number. the cusp of the first 10 wins season in program history. They so. just got to beat Mississippi State and, or win a bowl. Game. Yeah. Uh, the line on that game is one in favor of Mississippi State. It's going to be a slobber knocker. The game's usually on Thanksgiving, too, if I'm not mistaken. It's – do you know what day Thanksgiving's on? It's on a Thursday. I know that much. What's today? The 21st. It's a Monday, so the 25th. Yeah. 4th. It, it, the, if it's on the 25th, it'll be on ESPN, man. That's a Friday, but yeah, that'll be lit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's talk about Tennessee. Oh, no, yeah, it'll be the 25th. That is what you causes. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, Tennessee, I gave a B because they. it's the same thing with Auburn. Really didn't know what to expect. They had a lot of good games like things to get excited about, like I said about them earlier. But, I mean, you just haven't really won a, a big one yet. You know what I mean? You beat Kentucky, which is nice, but as far as, like, that signature win to build a season like this around, there hasn't been one. So that's why they have a B for me. Yeah, I gave them a B as well. But uh, on the bright side of things, you have a really good head coach and things are looking bright if you're a Tennessee fan, as far as it is the first Ray Sunshine they've seen in years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been a tough time to be t- a volunteer lately. But yeah, B, B season for Tennessee. Not, not bad. Expected worse. So you get a B. LSU. F. I'll let you talk about that F we're ass. We're so bad. They give you like, I'm be a, keep it a buck with y'all. I, I talk shit. Like we're going to win a national title every year. I do that. I just lie in the off season. I lie my ass off. Realistically. I expected a nine win season. Probably like hit or miss depending on who we play in the bowl game. We'll go like nine and 
you know, like nine and four, ten and three. Like realistically, I thought we were going to lose to Alabama, A and M, and either Florida or Auburn, which all was correct. We actually went one and three. Y'all aren't probably not going to a ball game. Fuck no, we're not. I don't want to. I, I don't want to. I want this just to be over with. That's why I gave it an F. There's like, if I ever want the season to be over, that's an F. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Do you know how bad of a season it has to be for me not to want it to keep going? Because I love college football more than like most everything else. And I literally like LSU football specifically. Like that 2019 year might have been one of the happiest times of my life. Like no exaggerations. Like I was to the moon. And now and you're just in the gutter. This t- yes. No, like I don't even like Saturdays are not exciting anymore. Like I just like the ULM game. I literally thought we were going to lose. I like I told Grant when we were watching, I was like, I think we're going to lose this game. And you know how ridiculous that sounds. If you'd have told me in fucking, <laughs> what was it? Like July, we would have beat ULM 27 to 14. I would have thought ULM was like the group of five team of the year. And they were like the number 15 team in the country. No, they were four and six now four and seven. So, no, it's an F. We fired our coach. Everybody's gone probably except for uh, – God, I can't believe I'm blanking on his name, the defensive back coach. Oh, God, it'll come to me in a minute. Um, Corey Raymond, God. <laughs> um, and, yeah, no, F, fuck all of it. Can't wait till we get either Lincoln Riley or Billy Napier. Those are the two names that you're going to be looking for. Okay, well, let me talk you into a D. Listen, yes, your season fucking sucked and you're miserable, but – but I haven't seen you watch as much LSU media since 2019 as you have been recently, Mims. You're excited again. I've been again. watching for coaching searches. Exactly. You're excited again. You did the right thing. You fired your coach, and you're moving on. And you and there, there are people in the media saying, why are they firing Coach O? Like, you see it. And th- those people are ridiculous, yes. But y- you, you did fire them. And you're about to get a big-time hire and probably, like you said, Lincoln Riley or Napier. I give it a D because, like you said, should have been an eight, nine win season probably, but this is what you got. And, but on the bright side of things, you are looking forward. And yeah, I give it a D. We're looking forward in theory. Like, I mean, we're projecting here. Like, if we get Lincoln Riley, yes, I, we will obviously get better from a five win team or four win team potentially. Well, I think five wins right now is where we're at. Yeah. But Napier, like, I'm confident. Don't get me wrong. That's not a guarantee at any at all. Like I think he's gonna be damn good. Like I think he's a great hire. It is no guarantee it whatsoever. Looks very likely that Lincoln Riley is the guy. And I, I I mean, I don't think I'm projecting much to say that he probably your head coach next season. So with that in mind, I I gotta give it a D. Maybe even a maybe even a D plus. Yeah, no, it's a fatal F as far as the season goes when you fire your head coach and you don't even have it. Like, I mean, your team doesn't even want to go to a bowl game and like half your team is like opted out damn near. Yeah, no, it's 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 a hard F for me. Fair enough. I understand. Especially when you like if you watch as much LSU football as me and you watch the intricacies that I'm not going to break down for like not like I'm some genius, but like. The fact Coach O is so fucking hard-headed that he wanted to run a 4-3 and the second we switch to a 3-4, we give up like 16 points a game. Like we were so much better as a 3-4 defense and just the hard-headedness and just small little things like that, like play calling. I, I don't want to get into it. I'll get worked up. But, yeah, no. Yeah, let's, let's move half. on. Let's yeah. move on. Yeah, yeah, I understand. And I'm sorry. Do it. It, it'll get better. <laughs> it'll get 
it'll get maybe, better. Hopefully, God, I hope so. Let's talk about Missouri. <laughs> I gave Missouri a C. I gave them a B minus just because I'll tell you exactly why. Their coach at the beginning of the season talked about, uh, thank you, Shane Beamer, for telling us that you're going to throw to your tight ends a lot this season. Like, And they they, cl- they beat us. And then he also <laughs> said something – he said something along the lines of beating Florida. And, and he did that. So Missouri gets a B minus from me. Yeah, but they've had a couple questionable team. losses. Oh they yeah, no, they're not Tennessee. good. They're not good. But I mean, hey, those two, the, those two, those two moments are me- going to be memorable for Missouri fan. I don't think they're. I I don't keep up with Missouri enough. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I don't take them very seriously. <laughs> Although they do beat us a lot, <coughs> I just don't see them getting better. You know, I just well, see, see them they- kind of just staying in the same range of talent. That's exactly why I gave them a C is because they were stagnant from last year. They really kind of had a similar season from last year, if not maybe worse. So that's why I gave them a C. Uh, yeah, not much to talk about there. <laughs> yeah, it kind of just – I mean, they're the same team they were last year in theory. Like, <laughs> they just are. Um, the other team in the – or we'll close out the East here. The other team I had queued up next was Vanderbilt. I gave them a D. Would have been an F, but uh, they won some games. So, yeah. I gave them a C because this is what everybody expected, and that's what they are. And they stay yep. true to who they are, so they get a C from me. <laughs> I'll be damned if Vandy is anything but consistent. Yeah, you're God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we all appreciate that Vandy on the schedule. That Vandy. Hell game. yeah, that's one win. And God, if you lose, then fuck you. Like if you didn't deserve it. <laughs> that just tells you all you need to know about your season. If you lose, then don't go on Twitter. And yeah, um, you- yeah. Let's talk about South Carolina Mims. I gave him a B plus. I did too. I did too. I'm glad you're on the same page. Um, look, going into the season, we had no idea what the fuck to expect coming out of Shane Beamer. He's never worked this occupation a day in his life. Okay. Uh, we could only hope for the best. And honestly, I think that's what we got. Uh, with the talent that he has and the experience that he has. Uh, I mean, there's obviously some things that we need to work on and uh, maybe some fires and hires need to be made, but um, uh, really not too many complaints from me. Uh, Only like paint, like we did barely beat Vanderbilt, got our asses kicked by Tennessee, but we turn around and beat Florida and Auburn uh, and it's an A season for me if he beats Clemson. Oh, I literally was about to say he's at an A plus if he closes this out with a three and O stretch of a Clemson win and a bull win. Oh yeah, like if he does. Oh yeah, A plus in a heartbeat. I'd be like, yes, no. He just no. Threw, like in case anyone, because I, I doubt anyone nationally. Which if you're listening nationally, wow and thank you. But um, <laughs> I doubt. Uh, anyone nationally really pays attention to South Carolina football. We lived in Columbia. So we, that, I mean, when Spurrier was there, that program was fun to watch. I'm not even a South Carolina fan. I enjoyed watching South Carolina and being at games since he's been gone. It's like Columbia is depressing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's not not a fun game day app. Like, I mean, it's fun for like all the, like, it's not the same. game. saw like what, what it was before, like what we, what we'd see now. 
you know? South Carolina learned how good of a football program it really could be, and it hasn't gotten back to that standard since. And Beamer was there during it, which I think is why he resonates and understands what can win here. And he's just – And he I've wants to be here, and his, and his players love him. So it's we have so much to look forward to, which we have not felt that way in God knows how long. We took a to shot say. on this hire, and it's paying off so far, and I just hope he continues to get better. I don't want to talk too much. Yeah, like this is a very good signs that we're seeing, but let's not get fucking ahead of ourselves, please. Like no SEC, no Atlanta talk for at least a couple. Like years next year, he could just shit the bed. That's what I'm saying. Like he could just fucking suck next year. Like and, and that's <laughs> my biggest fucking fear. And I, I do not want that. I do not want that. I what I'm interested that. in, though, is – I mean, you can speak to it. Not really interested in, but you can speak to this, is that, I mean, the fields in Columbia, whenever game day is there, is different compared to two, three years ago. Yeah, like I actually a- wouldn't know because I wouldn't fucking out there for must champ. Like, no. Like, I said – the man couldn't win at Florida. What makes you think he's going to win in Columbia? Like, we, he is a proven loser in the SEC as a head coach. And we're going to give him a chance. For what? We're going to give him 100 million. Oh, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Let's talk about – I think we skipped over Mississippi State. Yeah, I think that's the last one. I gave them an A-. minus, Just because they really were pretty – I mean, they upset LSU last year, which had them on a high horse. Then it turned out to not be what they thought – they really were just shit at the end of the year last year. And really with – they were a blown call away from Memphis right now from being, I think, third in the SEC West, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, it's – they really kind of pulled it together here this season and really just – I believe – excuse me, I had to yawn. I believe Will Rogers is second in the country in passing yards. And they've just – Mike Leach is really building some over there. They're 7-4, and 4-3 four, four and three in the conference on a two-game win streak, beating Auburn. They beat AM. They're playing Ole Miss coming up this week. They beat Ole Miss and go 8-4. and four. I mean, that's a hell of a season. Hell, yeah. As far as Mississippi State's concerned. Yeah. I, I gave them a B. Um, I, if they beat Ole Miss, it's an A for me. Um, maybe in maybe not an A, maybe an A minus. Uh, this is just like a good season for Mississippi State, like by their standards. You know, I feel like Mississippi State's like kind of six slight. and six is the average. I like, always that's really like, compare they, like the, to me. They're like the the South, South Carolina, Carolina the S- yeah, but just a little bit better. They're like the, the West terms, you know. So, that's funny because Mississippi State fans say the same thing about y'all. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, true? I, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, yeah, I just think this is a good season for him. Um, yeah, not much else to say about it. Uh, Mike Leach is just hilarious. Uh, yeah, I, I like Mike Leach. He is a funny guy. Um, uh, I think we should quickly go through a couple more teams because we have been talking about college football for a while now. Um, I'll just, just a name few them. top teams. Yeah, uh, Ohio State, B+, Oregon, D+. Uh, Cincinnati A plus plus, Michigan State C, and Michigan B minus. 
Uh, Michigan, I have it B. Michigan State, I have it A minus. I have Cincy at A. Ohio State, A plus. Excuse me, not A plus. I have them at A. I had to try to watch McCall's uh, parenthesis next to it for something else. Um, and what was the other team you said? Oregon. Oh, another t- Oregon. Oregon, I gave a fucking C because that Utah loss is inexcusable. I gave him a D. <laughs> yeah, how do you? How do you? No, you, you. The playoffs are in the grasp of your hands. All, all you have to do is not fuck up, and you lose to Utah. Like no, like no, that's a D. They do it every year, though. It, like you, it, I, I you saw can't do it this day. year. Like no, I, I, they get a D from me. I saw a Reddit post like literally last week before the game happened, saying Utah fans wanted to lose because they want. Oregon to finally make the playoffs so Utah can go to the Rose Bowl, but they keep beating Oregon in their fucking regular season, so they don't make the playoffs, and then Oregon goes to the Rose Bowl, and Utah has to go to the Sun Bowl, and they're sick and tired of it. It's funny. They're like, we just beat him in the regular season to go lose to him in the conference t- championship, and it's getting old. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. All right. Um, I think that wraps it up for the rankings of college football. Oh, um, and one last one. Texas F. Horns down. Fuck y'all. Uh, <laughs> we're back. back. <laughs> yeah. No, they're just the meme of college football. Yeah. Fuck I, I, Texas is funny to me. All right. Um, let's talk about some NFL teams. Um, I feel like we're at the we're definitely at the point of the season where we can decipher where all these teams stand. So what I've done here is I have bracketed the teams in one, two, three, four categories. Uh, the top being serious teams, second being almost serious, third being me- mediocre, and for the last one I just put LMAO because uh, they're just shit teams. And uh, I divided it by NFC and AFC for obvious reasons. Um, and I really didn't even do this on purpose, but I somehow, I rate, I, I went down the list and it worked out perfectly. I have four serious AF and NFC teams, uh, five almost serious in each four mediocre and three LMAOs a piece. That's wild. Yeah. So get into that for my serious NF- NFC teams or excuse me, AFC teams. I have Baltimore, New England, Buffalo, and Kansas City. I'd say, yeah, I mean, that's valid. I would willing to go on a limb and say the Titans are that Derrick Henry's hurt. I don't take, okay, I put the Titans in almost serious. We'll get in almost serious. I have Tennessee. Cincinnati, the uh, Chargers, Indy, and Pittsburgh. I put Tennessee in almost serious because they have a quarterback problem, and I think that's been made apparent. I don't think it's a problem. I mean, he's just exactly what you thought he was. If you if he doesn't have Derrick Henry, he's not going to be a game changer. I I just don't feel comfortable as a, if I'm a Tennessee fan having that guy leading me into the playoff. I. At the end of the day, he's he's your quarterback, and he's gonna he's gotta have to. I don't know. 
they'll make the playoffs. I think that's almost guaranteed. Um, actually, I think it is guaranteed. They're in the AFC South. Um, I mean, the Colts are on their ass. The Colts have been good this year. Yeah, buddy. that's why the Colts are like they're almost there. They take away a couple uh, losses they had early on, and that's why I put them in the almost series, just because they, they start off zero and three and six. Then have, since then have been what six and two. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, I put Pittsburgh in almost serious and not mediocre because I, I really think if you get rid of Big Ben and you put a Teddy Bridgewater, yeah, somebody, somebody back there, they're they're very much better positioned to actually like make a playoff run. Um, Cincinnati, just feel like missing a couple pieces. Uh, Joe Burrow just got to you know. He's got a reel in the interceptions. He's tied for the lead in uh, picks right now. Yeah, that and I mean, just growing up, you know, like yeah, yeah, getting a, getting a feel for things. He'll get there. He's only second year. Um, he's got probably panicking a little bit. Doesn't want to get his knee destroyed again. Yeah, and then I had the Chargers because they're pretty inconsistent lately, but uh, they do have the pieces they need to like make a playoff run probably just need to make some defensive pickups and maybe some o-line and they're 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 gonna be a pretty good team in the future uh media one big signing away from being like a legitimate contender i agree i agree and uh i think the gap between these some of these almost serious and serious afc teams i have here are pretty close you can swap some out here and there, like New England, Buffalo. Uh, yeah, New England and Buffalo and Kansas City really is scaring me lately. I don't know what's going on over there. I was but. trying to tell you a week ago, man, that they, they're getting back to it. They're on a four-game win streak now. Well, I put them in serious because they, they were there last year. I'm, I'm not <laughs> counting them out. Yeah. Um, mediocre AFC teams. I have Cleveland. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, Denver, and Miami. Uh, I think Cleveland needs a new quarterback. <laughs> yeah, was Odell it. the reason y'all lost 45 to 7, assholes? Yeah, fucking dummies. Probably would have helped there. Yeah, no, God. Mediocre. Mediocre <laughs> for sure. It's where they belong. On the verge of LMAO, if you ask me. but It's just shitty for them because he actually is the best quarterback they've had in, like, 20 years. But he's Yeah, and you want to like the guy, but, like, dude, he's not good. Like, he's – he's if anything, he's average and inconsistent at that. So, sometimes he's good, but no. That, that, that's not a quarterback you want. Uh, the Raiders, kind of in a limbo state right now. Uh, they're not a bad football team. They just don't – have a coach and uh they're a team without an identity literally they yeah literally three three home, literally two and, two and on the just road. a lot of drama out of the raiders organization this year it's just not their year but i feel, I feel like they're cl- they got something brewing over there i mean they're on the three game losing streak they, they, they were five and two let's be let's keep it a buck like whenever like they were winning games right after gruden got fired now they're just kind of hitting a little a rough patch shall we say yeah like they played the the Chiefs last mm-hmm. last week, yeah, no, I mean, you know, all right, and we got uh Denver. I uh, I, I, I Denver's kind of surprised me this season. I expected them to be pretty bad, but they've won some games I definitely didn't expect them to win. Um, I 
I, I don't know. I was almost starting to take them like almost serious, put them in that category, but they go and trade Von Miller just kind of seems like they're kind of like the Raiders anyways. Yeah. But I mean, that's a big piece of your defense and trading it for draft picks to kind of show like kind of a telling sign of where you are and what, what, what you're, I don't know. They're kind of a middle of a pack team. They're, Team without an identity. I don't know if they're sold on Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, they're in talks to get oh Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson. I mean, we'll just see. Every we'll just... quarterback on the market, really. Yeah, yeah. So, and Miami, uh, I don't know. They're just not good. They're not bad, though. They're on that three-game win streak since they got two of back. It's yeah. Because of him, though, but. I, I just don't the... think they have enough weapons on either side of the ball to be an almost serious team right now, but they are young and uh, I do like uh, Brian Flores. So we'll see. We'll see. They're mediocre for now. You keep talking. I need to rest real quick. My bad. All right. And then for my three LMAO teams in the AFC, I think it's pretty expected and fair. The Houston Texans the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the New York Jets. I mean, wait, let's start with Houston. Uh, they, they, their franchise quarterback is being held hostile. And honestly, I, I won't even say that. I won't even say that because they did try to trade him. He's – I mean – he he's got the, the the case thing going on, man. And, and until then, there's not really a way for him to be traded because like he he's not playing. And for uh, the illegal reason, I I don't know. Is not playing. I don't know. I don't. If I if I'm a team, I don't know why you trade for Deshaun Watson if you don't know what's gonna happen to him. I think that's kind of what prevented him from being traded to Miami. I think that's where he was about to go. Um, or Philly, one of the two. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, I mean, that being said, um, everything that Bill O'Brien did to them, it's just going to take them years to get back to even an okay team. Uh, they're just going to be in the gutter for a while. Jacksonville. Uh, supposed Urban to, Myers, your head coach, dog. Urban, like, yeah, yeah, Urban <laughs> Myers, your head coach. Um uh, your franchise supposed to be your franchise guy doesn't look like a franchise guy right now. He is a rookie. Uh, I'm not saying that he's bad or anything. I mean, he's young. We, we, we will see shit hand. Yeah. Yeah. He really has. And, um, but yeah, their organization is a joke. None of like, it's almost like history tells no, none of their players want to be there. Uh, they don't treat their players good. They don't pay their players. So yeah, Jacksonville's definitely an LMAO team, and then the the, the, the Jets. Ah, I mean, come on! <laughs> you drafted Zach Wilson second, like. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's funny because their backup has been playing so much better than him, and I love it's it. It's really not like he's playing great either way. He's just better than <laughs> Zach yeah. Wilson. Yeah. I mean, I think those are three valid LMAO teams. I think. Everybody can. The three funniest. Yeah, absolutely. 
And those are by uh, far the three worst teams in the NFL, which is like incredible because the AFC is probably the better conference. They're just such a there's such a gap. The, the, that's not true, but we'll get to this in a second. All right, serious NFC teams. I think this is undebatable. I think me and Mims will both agree here. I, Mims hasn't heard this, but Arizona, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, and the Rams sound pretty pretty fair. Those are the undisputed serious NFC teams. Um, I'd say you could throw the Cowboys in there. I, I'm not throwing the Cowboys in there. Not not throwing a Mike McCarthy head coach team into a serious. I'd say they're almost serious. Uh, they have to prove it to me, man. They, I mean, if I see a playoff win from them, maybe I throw them in serious. But I, I they're they're not serious to me. They're not serious to me. They, they've lost a lot of close games, which sucks. They did just get railed by the Chiefs. Uh, Patrick Mahomes looks shit. Shite. Uh, they lost the Broncos. Uh, not the week before that, but the week before that. Uh, I don't the know. Bucks week one, but that was a close game. So, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't – they're not on the same tier as those other four teams I listed, and that's why – They're on the same tier as the Cardinals. No, Definitely. I'd say the only team that's head and shoulders like there are two teams that I think are head and shoulders better than everybody else in the NFC, and that's the Bucks and the Rams. And I think outside of that, you could have the Cowboys, Packers, and Cardinals. And like the Cowboys that. have done nothing, have shown me nothing to prove to me that they're a serious team other than win some games, which is good and dandy. They have a good record. They're gonna win their shit division to be expected. Good for them. They coming off of last season, they haven't done shit. And like, they when's the last time they won a playoff game? Like, they're not serious yet. You can't put them in a serious category. Not until no, not until further notice. I have them in almost serious, and I have them at the first team at almost serious. To be fair, and then I have Minnesota, New Orleans, San Francisco, and Carolina. Minnesota, New Orleans, San Francisco, and Carolina. You don't think Seattle's serious? They're almost serious. Seattle is they're three and seven, but Russ has been hurt. So like I you know. I mean, how do you it doesn't seem I mean, how do you put them in a series game? They're they're like almost statistically eliminated from playoff contention. I mean, yes, duh, but like I'm talking about like are they trying to win? Yeah. And like they're the yeah, no, they they're they are the definitely so they, they're in a division with the 49ers, the Rams, and the. Oh, they're not making the playoffs, period. Like, that's yeah. So, I mean, yeah. no, I don't. I, no, no. I put them. No, they're definitely mediocre for me. That's valid. I get it. All right. And the, and Carolina is like about. It's Carolina. Yeah. I mean, Carolina slash Philly right there. The fact that Carolina pulled Darnold in the middle of the season shows me that they are trying to win like right now. Like it's not about building. Like they're like, no, 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 we can make a playoff run this year and we're going to try and do it. Yeah. And I you, fucked you, up with that loss to Washington, but. It was a close one though. And I mean, to be fair, Cam hadn't really had enough time to learn th- that system yet. So look for them to be a more competitive team coming into next week. For sure. They have the Dolphins which is a, definitely a winnable game. That'll be a good one. Um, but, yeah, and then my mediocre teams, I have Philly, Washington, Chicago, and Seattle. 
Philly, Washington, Chicago, and who? Seattle. Seattle, yeah. You know what I mean? Really interchangeable, like you said, with Carolina. And I think Washington's just quarterback away, dude. I, I mean, it's a lot of these teams, but they're really just got everything else but a quarterback. <laughs> I mean, Chase Young being out sucks. It's not their fault, but have to take that into account as well. You not think Atlanta's mediocre? Uh, no. I, I think they've been fighting for that, but I think they're an LMAO for me. Just because of Atlanta. I mean, dude, I'm a Patriots fan. <laughs> I mean, that's valid. But, like, I don't know. They're, I mean, they're four and six. Like, yeah. Shouting distance of a wild card spot. It's here's how – look, I mean, listen, here's how I looked at it. It was either them or Seattle. And who's more laughable, Atlanta or Seattle? Absolutely, it's Atlanta. Okay. So, my LMAO teams are the New Jersey Giants, the, the, the winless – Fucking Lions, duh, and then <laughs> the fucking Atlanta Atlanta Falcons, duh. So I'd say that's valid for me. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, li- like literally, if you look at the records, the only team you could alternate like Atlanta with is either Seattle, Washington, who I I just don't think that they're that as bad as their record says. Or Chicago, and Chicago's got a rookie quarterback, and their quarterback, or not, excuse me, a head coaching change away from being taken a little bit more seriously here. That's valid. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I think that's where the NFL stands right now. And I think, I think I'm correct. I'll say it. I think I'm right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's talk. MVP. About some some NFL award predictions, huh? Yeah, you want to? I got um, I got a top five for both of what we're doing. You want to just start from five and go back and forth? I do not have five. I have, you have I look the so what I did. I have an MVP, a rookie of the year, a defensive rookie of the year. So offense, defense, rookie of the year. I have a comeback player, defensive player of the year, offensive player of the year, coach of the year. Well, all I got is MVP and rookie of the year, but I can do some shit on the fly. But yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. I'll I'll let you deep dive into MVP talks. Let's hear you. Let's hear the Mims MVP top five, huh? All right. So for uh, I'm starting at five here for five, and this is a little bit more of just kind of a shout out because I think he should get some recognition. It's Jonathan Taylor. So oh wow, only at five, bro. Just all, it's a quarterback award. You okay, know fair, fair, fair. There. Like I would have, like personally, he's in the top three discussion for me. But You're right. Probably- You're absolutely right. Fit five is valid. Go, go on, go on. So last year, his totals were 232 attempts on 1169 rushing yards with 12 total touchdowns, about a five yards a pop. This year, and he only started 13 games, and in 11 games so far this year, he's got 193 attempts so on 40 less carries. He's got 1,122 yards, averaging 5.8 a pop and 15 total touchdowns. So he's up his to- touchdown totals already. He's definitely going to surpass yards and on 40 less carries. And he's really just the heartbeat of that offense. We just watched him score five touchdowns last week. Like, the dude's a menace. He is a menace and a half. So four, I got Josh Allen. I didn't have his stats written down just because I really didn't care much josh allen's kind of speaking for himself i would have him higher if they were winning more football games they had a control of the east 
but he looked since they bad this week. <laughs> exactly. He looked bad. Exactly. He's just been inconsistent. And the week before a... that. <laughs> yeah, we're just he not seeing the best. touchdown against the Jaguars, man. Exactly. Just not the best Josh Allen we've been seeing. Uh, three, I got Matthew Stafford. He has been playing pretty, pretty solid, I would say, this year. Don't you think, Grant? Don't know what oh, you yeah. think. That, that change oh, of yeah. helped him out. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. No, he, I mean, it, it just makes you wonder what he would have done if he got there earlier or went somewhere else earlier, you know? Just sh- really shows the the terribleness of Detroit. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. an LMAO team. I uh, say so I got him. He's got 106.1 quarterback rating right now. Uh, 3,014 passing yards, about a 67% completion percentage on 24 touchdowns to eight interceptions. I mean, pretty, pretty damn good number seven and three team. Like I said, I think them and the bucks are far and away the favorites to win the NFC. Yeah. Uh, number two. And most people probably wouldn't have him. Number two. I do just because of what he's doing with the team. I got Lamar. Valid. Uh, I like that. Go, go, go off King. So I got he's got 2447 passing yards which isn't elite but it's good. He's got 14 Look at touchdowns. what he has, man. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. 14 touchdowns to eight interceptions like Hollywood Browns having a career God. Year, dropping Put great Lamar Jackson on the Bills or the Patriots and I swear to God we're winning the Super Bowl. One of those teams, literally. Like, I say, and he's chipping in 639 rushing yards, which is uh, really what I'm getting at. Like he's leading his team in rushing here. Free Lamar, bro. I mean, they're I mean, I think they're winning the North right now. Oh no, they're very serious. No, they're very serious. I I take the Ravens very seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I got him in the second right there. Number one, who I think he's just gonna win it. I mean, he's the fucking he's the goat. Uh say it, say it. It's Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's due, man. I mean, let's just keep it real. Like three thousand one hundred seventy-seven yards. Uh his QBR is at 104.3, so a little bit less than Stafford's, but more touchdowns, same interceptions. Uh, they're probably – they're definitely, in my opinion – in my opinion, the best team in the NFC. I could see the argument for the Rams, but I think the Bucks are the best team in the NFC, and I think they're probably going to win another Super Bowl. So, oh. with all that said, I just think Tom Brady God. is the number one. Give him – run my MVP. man's his, his MVP. That was obviously what I had written down as well. Um, yeah. I mean, that's my MVP. I think it should be everybody's. I mean, he's due. We can't let him retire with the amount of MVPs he has right now. So we we, we got to run him one, and he's playing like an MVP. So he he wins. Yeah, no, I got him definitely rocking out there. But right, what was the other thing you had written down? Oh, uh, rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Okay. So talk to me about why you think Jamar Chase is rookie of the year. Well, I'll start. I have a top five, so we'll work from there. But number five, I got someone who's probably not as high as everyone would think. I got Jalen Waddle. Just because when Tua has been playing, he has been really good. Really, really good. Like last week, eight catches, 65 yards. Week before that, four catches, 61 yards, eight for 83 and then when Tua was in at the beginning of the year, 12 catches, 58 yards, touchdown, six catches, 48. Like, I mean, he's just been really good as a rookie, been consistent. Um, probably, definitely their number one target, 68 catches for 622 yards, only three touchdowns. But like I said, hasn't had a starting quarterback for really most of the season. So to me, he's kind of 
going through the same thing that T Higgins went through last year in the sense that he had a good year and his numbers are going to look solid, but you got to remember, he just didn't have a starting quarterback also has a touchdown on the ground. So I've got to throw that in there. Uh, number four, I got the freak Kyle Pitts just started off slow, but it has really come along here at the end of the year, proving that he's probably going to be target number one in Atlanta for the foreseeable future. I think he's a better number one target than Calvin Ridley just because not Hayden Hurst, but all right. He's no Hayden Hurst. Oh, yeah, okay. But Kyle Pitts is firmly one of the best rookies in this class, a star-studded rookie class, in my opinion, uh, as far as skill positions go, at least. Uh, number three, I got Najee Harris. So in 10 games, he's got 188 attempts. The boy, is 600, about to say 685 rushing guards. He's only got a 3.6 rush average, but that offensive line is just bad. He's got seven total touchdowns. And to give you an idea, I said 685 rushing yards. He's got 1,000 total yards, over 1,000 total yards. He's doing a lot of damage by catching the ball out of the backfield, kind of. I mean, you, if you watch Steelers games, you can see games where he's had double-digit catch totals. Just really been an all-around player and a great, a great weapon for them. Still think they would have benefited more from getting an O-line uh, pick just because they don't have a great O-line and – 3.6 rush yards average for Najee speaks to that because he is a good running back. So if they get him a good O-line, he could potentially break out like Jonathan Taylor did this year. Um, number two, I got Mac Jones. Duh. 11 games, 2,540 passing yards. Seven, uh, <clears throat> averaging seven yards a pop. And he's got 14 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Which I honestly like, and I'll keep it honest with you. I would have him over Jamar if he had 20 touchdowns right now, which is a lot to ask of a rookie, but 14 to eight, which I know is the same Lamar has, but Lamar also gives you 640 yards in the ground. Just it's hard to give as a rookie. Mac Jones is 12th in yards, 15th in touchdowns, and he is throwing at a 70.2 completion percentage, and he has a top 20 QBR. Um. Yeah, that that's all I need to hear. Um, he's my rookie of the year. I mean, I think we all know that it's bias as as. And to be fair, me and Mims both have cases like they're literally like th- these are our two options. Those are literally the top two options. Yeah, like, they're interchangeable. Yeah. It's and obviously, I mean, it's very apparent. Like, who's gonna like me saying Mac Jones and Mims saying Jamar Chase makes so much sense. And we both have our reasons and we're neither one of us are really wrong, but exactly. Like if either one wins, like you can't be yeah, Max. They both, yeah. in reality, they both deserve that honor yeah. <laughs> at this point. Like literally. Season. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Um, but if you want to talk about what the fuck Jamar Chase has got going on, you go right ahead. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so in 10 games, he's got 47 catches, which I mean, really isn't a lot. He didn't get as many targets at the beginning of the year, but when he does get the when targets, you take into account monster. what the catches, yeah, what the catches are going for. <laughs> like, yeah, he's got 47 catches, but those catches average 18 yards a pop. So, <laughs> which is madness. He's on the cusp. He's uh, 867 yards. So in 10 games, he's got seven games left. He's almost at a thousand already. Probably going to hit close to 1200, maybe 1100. I might be giving him a little too much credit there. And eight touchdowns. So as a rookie. He's on pace to have about 70 catches, maybe 75, 1,100 yards and 10 touchdowns at minimum. And that's madness. That's stuff we haven't seen. I mean, Justin Jefferson did it last year, but Justin Jefferson was doing shit we hadn't seen since Randy Moss. So that's kind of what I'm getting at here as far as rookies. So 
Jamar Chase is <laughs> it's just hilarious at the beginning of the year. People were talking about how he might have problems catching the ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was one of those people. I was too because I, it was true in the like preseason, but I, I shouldn't have doubted my boy, and I did, and I regret that because he is a beast. Yeah, no, he's very good. Very good he, player. Teams are keying in on him the last few weeks. I think it was in their last two or three games. I saw Joe has one touchdown and three interceptions when targeting Jamar. But you know, they're when you're the number one receiver, they're gonna they're gonna double you, and he's still able to do what he can do. Yeah, um, those are your exclusive exclusive podcast rookie of the years, right there, co rookie of the years. Yeah, unless something drastic happens, like Najee Harris just somehow finishes here with twenty touchdowns. No, 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 no. Okay, so like, I want to accept it. Yeah, I, I I like your list though. Um, I mean, obviously, I'd change one thing, but hey, agree to disagree, right? I didn't really have any defensive love in there, but that's because I really haven't seen that many defensive rookies this year. The only uh, Micah Parsons, top 10 sacks, uh, eight sacks already. Uh, He's top 25 in solo tackles at 48. He's definitely defense player uh, rookie of the year. His odds are like minus 400. Uh, I mean, top 10 in sacks as a rookie. That's all you need to do. Got that Uh, forced fumble last week. Oh, yeah. No, he's been eating. He's a problem. He plays like a grown man. He's like 21. In the mat, like the scary thing is, is that he started off playing this year middle linebacker and like middle of the year. They're like, what if we just moved you to edge? And he was like, I can do that. Yeah. (laughs) If not better that than he was middle linebacker. Yeah, no, he's a problem. He's a problem. Um. Offensive play of the year, uh, it, it, it's between Debo and fucking Cooper Cup. I'm giving it to Debo because, one, he's on a shittier team. Uh, two, he's more of a run threat. He has 19 uh, rush attempts on 137 yards and three touchdowns. On those uh, attempts, though, he's averaging 7.2 yards a carry. Like – that's insane as a running back. And not to mention, he's second in the league, only behind Cooper Cup in yards, 994, five touchdowns. He's averaging 18 yards uh, reception, and he has 55 receptions. I mean, the dude's playing his ass off. They, I mean, they work his ass off. He's an absolute dog. He's a workhorse, um, and he's playing like offense player of the year. Yeah, I, I, I think, the only – I think I would have – sorry, I mean to cut you off, but Jonathan Taylor would probably be my offensive player of the year. And he's up there too. I mean, and a lot of that – I mean, five touchdowns, he just made a case for himself. But, uh, I mean, I think Cooper Cup probably will win offensive player of the year. He's having an insane season. Uh, Matt Stafford and him became best friends. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, th- I, I, I don't know. I've – I. Just the fact that Debo is averaging 7.2 on the ground as well is just that, – that's just crazy to me. Three touchdowns means eight t- total touchdowns on the season. Pretty good fucking season so far. Um, defensive player of the year, Miles Garrett has 13 sacks, and that's all I need to say. Just terrifying. Yeah, so him. Uh, comeback player of the year. Uh, there's only one correct answer, and it's Dak Prescott. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, just like his injury, his brother. Like, it, it, honestly, I've he's been through a lot. He deserves it. He absolutely deserves it. Dak Prescott, comeback player of the year, and they're and they're winning games. So fuck yeah, Dak Prescott. Um, and then coach of the year, Bill Belichick. You're hilarious. I would have a tie between either Cliff Kingsbury or Mike Vrabel. Yeah, I, th- those are that would be my top three as well. Bill Belichick's my coach of the year. Well, duh, duh but like, yeah, <laughs> I'd say it's between Vrabel or Kingsbury just because Vrabel's doing the odds are listed nine. as uh, Cliff is first, then Bill, then Vrabel. That's crazy. I wouldn't think Bill would be that high up. Look at the turnaround we had. Dude. I mean, I'm not saying it's not ex- like deserving, but I'm just, you know what I mean? Like, writers are weird about giving out awards to people that have already won it. Fair, fair. Especially fair. in the fucking NBA, which is what I'm used to with this shit. Yeah. All right. You want to jump into an exclusive five of the week, Mims? An exclusive five of the week, you say? Oh, yeah. We got, we got an exclusive five of the week. And this week it is superheroes. My oh my. Um, before people get angry with us, we're going to read the definition on Google of a superhero. And this, this is what is we base because I'm a jackass and I watch too much anime. <laughs> but the, this is what we're. All right. Um, one second. I'm pulling it up. We're getting the definition. Off of Google. All right. It says, A benevolent fictional character with superhuman powers. That's all it says. And then another definition, a superhero is a stock character that possesses superpowers, abilities beyond those of ordinary people. That fits the role of a hero. That's that's, That's what we're basing this off of. And uh, I'll give the first pick to Mims because I'm a nice guy. Well, that and you know who I'm going to take. Number one for me is it's Goku from Dragon Ball because he's basically just a way cooler Superman. And that's all I need to say. He can blow up an entire fucking planet if he wanted to. Uh, going Super Saiyan is awesome. If I had any, could have any superpower, that's what it would be. Just the ability to scream like a madman and have my hair shoot up sh- blonde. And just fucking go ham. That'd be sick. But yeah, no, Goku, number one overall pick. And like I said, he's basically like Japanese Superman. All and right. Superman's lame, so I'm picking Goku. All right. Well, with me and mine, I'm picking Naruto. Um, he's saved the Hidden Leaf Village. <laughs> the, impl- the planet, for that matter. Um. He's literally he embodies everything Akira is supposed to be. He does things for other people, not himself. He he has he had a terrible childhood, as most superheroes do. And his powers are fucking insane. And he at the at the time of the time I'm referring to in the Naruto timeline, he uh had a demon inside of him, basically. Uh, I mean, we won't get into the details of that, but yeah, no, I mean, just go, just go look up some Naruto shit 
and tell me that shit's not awesome. And I'll, I'll call you a liar. Naruto. <laughs> Naruto's my, my first pick. All right. With my second pick, I've got Thor. Good pick. Thor's fucking awesome. That hammer. He's hilarious in the Marvel movies. Overall, he's just OP. Even in Norse mythology, he's a badass. Like, Thor is just a great superhero and a strong second pick to my addition. uh, To my squadron here. All right. I'm going to piss Mims off and take Wolverine. Fuck you. (laughs) Uh, I mean, Wolverine is... It's fucking badass, bro. Like, if you tell me, I like, listen, one watch the movies. Like, if you don't know what Wolverine's power is, he's like, he's, he's like a superhuman. He got the strength. He's fast as fuck, but he got the claws, bro. That, like, some Edward Scissorhand shit, but like, he, he know why he know how to use them things. All right. Like, they're indestructible. They're indestructible. So, if you ever have a problem, like, <laughs> there. <laughs> and no one can do shit about it. Quite convenient. And, yeah, Wolverine's a fucking dope, bro. Like, nah. <laughs> Wolverine. My second well, pick. Well, since you pissed me off, I'm going to piss you off. My third pick, I'm taking Deadpool. <sighs> and I really wasn't even going to pick him, but Grant picked Wolverine. So, that's my payback. But Deadpool's hilarious. He's got swords, and he's technically, like, I mean, bullets don't kill him. Unless you, like, shoot him in the head or some shit. I don't know. Pretty much doesn't die. Yeah, pretty much just doesn't die. He's badass, funny guy. Um, with my third pick, taking fucking Iron Man. <laughs> Cause yeah, that was going to be my third pick, but then you picked fucking Wolverine. <laughs> I fucked this whole draft up for you. <laughs> Uh, Iron Man is fucking awesome. If you have ever watched Iron Man, you can't tell me that you didn't sit there and be like, damn, I wish I had that fucking suit or like anything <laughs> else that Iron Man has. Uh, you're just fucking awesome and he's rich as shit. And yeah, that was an easy pick. Iron Man, duh. All right. My fourth pick. Give me the Hulk. All right. All right. Just, I mean, pretty much into fucking destructible. Just, I mean, unstoppable. Just, I mean, Iron Man literally had to make a special suit just to contain the Hulk. Just to, like, stop him from rampaging if he ever went nuts. So that really tells you all you need to know. Hulk is a problem. And he's pretty, pretty dope superhero, if you ask me. Yeah, he is. Um, with my fourth pick... I am going to take Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man, uh, I don't know. Ever That's kind of like a, I don't know if that's a personal thing for me or if other people can relate, but I definitely as a child always wanted to be able to shoot fucking webs and fly it to my convenience. Um, oh, no, that's everybody. Yeah, like, um, and I would always sit there and try, man. I, like. I, I always low-key wish spider would bite me and it would just fucking make me spider-man <laughs> uh i mean and another thing about spider-man he has awesome fucking like villains like i i also like the villains of spider-man and the green goblin dog yeah. dog 
Sandman's pretty dope. Um, yeah. Venom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spider-Man. Spider-Man, my fourth pick. And this, I, my fifth pick kind of tails along you as a, a favorite, uh, Batman dude. Cause yeah, I wanted to pick Batman, but awesome. He's really not a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> he just, he's a, just a, fucking dope and rich. <laughs> yeah. He's just rich and crazy and knows Kung Fu. They learned in the mountains, but he's got a pretty <laughs> sick car that he blows people up with. He's just there to defend Gotham. He's really, I mean, in reality, all these other superheroes would beat the shit out of Batman. I'm not going to argue that Batman, as far as power is very low on the totem pole, but he's a, the movies are fantastic. And yeah, Batman's pretty fucking dope. Good pick. Good pick. Uh, with my final pick, I'm taking the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as a group. Oh, you got to pick one. You can't have fun. That's nine people <laughs> on a team, man. No, no, just the turtles. It's not nine. <laughs> That's like saying I pick fucking the Z Fighters for goddamn Goku. Like, what are you talking about? I mean, bro, you're really going to make me pick one turtle? Yeah. Fuck. Then I don't want to pick that. Fuck. Because then, the, then, I'm, then I'm just not picking somebody's favorite. Um, well, in that case, I mean, my, my board has literally to this point been taking off besides one other guy and it's kick-ass. Kick-ass. That's funny. Uh, I don't know if y'all have ever seen the kick-ass movies, but they're fucking funny and I like them. Uh, kind of a nostalgia thing for me. I watched them at a very young age, probably too young, debatably, um, but yeah, Kickass is like not a superhero. He's a normal person and he just like inserts himself into problems that aren't his. And <laughs> he's 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 just I mean, dude, he's just a it's just it's a, I recommend you all go watch Kickass. I it's just a good movie and he's just like a he's like literally if I decided to wake up and be a superhero <laughs> that I would be Kickass. So, I choose Kickass. I just think it's funny you pick Kick-Ass over people like The Flash or like Black Panther or anything like that. Well, I mean, one, I mean, what am I? Nah, nah, Kick-Ass. I almost took fucking IP Man because he is a superhero to me. But my, my only honorable mentions were The Flash and Black Panther and also Joe Burrow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think that was a pretty good. All right, so Mims took Goku, Thor, Deadpool, Hulk, and Batman. I took Naruto, Wolverine, Iron Man, Spider Man, and Kick Ass. Solid fucking draft. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right, absolutely. All right, and we both limited ourselves to one anime character apiece. I'm glad we did that because I was close to throwing one Saitama in there too, but I was like, that's just OP. Or one punch man, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> as OP as shit. Yeah, we won't get into this. Okay. Let's 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 drop this EP, this fucking nice EP we have for the people and send them on our way. So I feel like we've been talking for quite a while now. Maybe you like it, maybe you don't. A little more Mims and Grant in your ears. That's yeah, man. Wicka wicka. We've been gone for a while. Yeah, but we we got two songs a piece for you. Uh, how do you want? How do you want to drop them off on them? Do you want to do two at a time, or you want one one, or what? What, what are we thinking here? Uh, let's go two at a time. You go first. <coughs> All right. My first song 
obviously a young Dolph song. A uh, bit of a newer song. I don't know if many of you, I'm sure everybody's gone back and paid homage and spun some Dolph, but his label, uh, Paper Route Empire, dropped a album called uh, Paper Route Illuminati. And there is a song that really resonates with me on there. It's called Trust Nobody. And the title speaks for itself. <laughs> um, it's a fucking bop, bro. Like, you, that shit will have you dancing. Like, it's not just like, I mean, it's, it, it's just some Dolph shit. You just, Dolph was always that dude speaking real shit. Not rapping about what you wanted to hear, but what you needed to hear. You know? And Trust Nobody is a fucking bop and i recommend all of you go listen to um and then my second song uh dropping jewels by young thug off of his new album punk uh listen i don't know if any of you i don't know how to word this appropriately um indulge in the ganges but if you do I uh, I could I would be a fool to not recommend you go do that and then give that song a listen. It's so wavy and I and it's not important. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, dropping jewels by Young Thug is a fucking it's a great song. And that that I I I think that I just made a solid contribution to the EP. Oh yeah. That's the grant um, I, in your ears. Here comes the memes. Oh, uh, yeah. So I've been listening to a lot of Odd Future recently, as Grant can tell you. So I got Forest Green by Mike G on there. Great song. Uh, off the Odd Future Volume 2 tape. Just a great song. A strong beat. I mean, Odd Future is known for their different beats, and that's just a strong one. And Mike G spits on that. Probably one of my favorite Odd Future songs, for sure. And then after that, I got For Real by G Herbo and Southside. Cause that shit just goes stupid. And I've been bumping that a lot. My car came on my shuffle recently and for the first time in a couple weeks, months, maybe. And I've been bumping it pretty hard. So, uh, and then honorable mention, just shout out, you know, RIP Dolph. I got a hundred shots on there. Cause that was just an anthem for me for a long time. Anthem for everybody. Yeah. How the fuck do you right. miss a whole hundred shots? And uh, I did want to say, uh, Mims threw an odd future song in there. The group doesn't exist anymore, but it's never too late to get into odd future, man. They, they, their music is really fucking good. I feel like they have a reputation amongst the, like the internet of just being like these goofy bastards who just fucked around all the time. But like, nah, like they actually made like really good music. And I recommend like if you haven't checked them out, like definitely like start with OF tape volume two and just. If you like that, go from there, man. Like, good it's rap group. music, and that's what people kind of got to understand. It's not like a, a whip music, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's whip music if it's for you. But like mm-hmm. like Mim said, like, you're not about to get in the car with a bunch of your homies and start playing Bastard or some shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> I definitely didn't do that the other day. Definitely not. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think this was a good episode. We touched on not everything, but, you know, like the, the important stuff. Um, what do you think? Um, what I think is that we've been slacking recently. We've just been busy and that we will be back to being 
uh, a little more consistent these upcoming weeks, be a little more active on social media. I've been slacking on the Twitter sphere. Uh, Grant picked up the slack with a live tweeting the other week. But, yeah, no, we're going to get a little more interactive and try and get uh, get back on track here. This last few weeks have been a little chaotic. Yeah, I feel like it may have been the case for everybody. The time did change, fucked everybody up, put them off their, off their pivot. And then and, the weather's been ridiculous here, getting everybody all types of head colds and all that. Oh, dude, yeah, kicked my ass, bro. Like, you, the, the, here's my thing with Mother Nature, man. You get cold it's on me, not. that's fucking fine. That's fucking fine. Do what you gotta do. I get that. That that's that's how that world works. Don't get cold on me, and then make me sweat the next day. That doesn't make any fucking sense, and it makes me sick, and it makes me angry. So. Don't do that. <laughs> that's my, that's my beef with mother right now. But yeah, it's it's good to be back. I I, I miss recording. Um, and like Bim said, we'll be we'll we'll be here more often than not. Certainly more more often than we have been. And might, uh, even, might even try to get some guests on here soon. Who knows? Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. All right. Well. I think that'll do it for us. Um, make sure you follow our socials at the exclusive pod YT. It's not the exclusive pod YT. It's exclusive pod YT. And uh, there you will find a link that it'll take you anywhere you want to go to listen to the pod. Uh, follow us on the socials. I mean, the, the, all the links will be there. Uh, YouTube and um and I know yeah. it sounds stupid, but following us really helps out a lot. It, a, it helps us know that you're, you know, listening um, really kind of helps us, allows us to do more. And if you're following us, it helps us out a whole lot. So yeah, we'd thing, like to get to the takes, point. Yeah. We're like, you takes guys five can, seconds, just click on it. And it'll really help us out a lot. Yeah. Like, and we would really appreciate it. And um, what we also appreciate if you're still listening, Thank you, like for real. Like we, it means the world to both of us, and uh, we'll we'll be putting more shit out there very soon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Um, I will say tally ho, and I'll let Mims get the last word. Can't wait for Lincoln Riley or Dave Aran- no, excuse me or Billy Napier next week. All right.